Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Mindful Perspective. I'm your host, Nick Levesque, Certified Spiritual Life Coach, and I'm here to share insights into my journey of mindfulness and self-discovery. Each week, we'll explore mindset, spirituality, and personal growth to help you navigate life's challenges with practical strategies and inspiring stories. Let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of A Mindful Perspective. So today I want us to talk about five things to remember to maintain peace of mind. And the reason I want to talk about these things today is because I made a post on Instagram last week about these specific things. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, you can definitely do that. I talk about more uh, other things that we talk about here in the podcast. So I do have my Instagram handle in the description, uh, in my podcast description. But uh, that being said, it just seemed like it resonated with a lot of people. And I find that these serve as important reminders in our everyday lives, um, and especially, you know, as we're starting off the new year. Um, for me personally, these are lessons that I carry always with me. And I try to um, really use these lessons and these reminders in my everyday lives. So this is really why I want to talk about this today. And I hope that they can serve as important reminders to you as well. Um, because again, I think these are things that we know instinctively, but sometimes that we forget. Okay, so let's dive into number one. So the first thing that I want to talk about today is stay true to yourself, okay? I find this is so, so, so important. And sometimes we can kind of forget that, right? Um, And the reason I'm saying this is because, again, your journey, the path that you're on is uniquely yours, okay? So how you live your life is on your own terms. You live your life on your own terms, not to please anyone else. You do it for you. So the truth is, as well with that, is that not everyone has to like or agree with what what you're doing and the path that you're walking, right? And the truth is, not everyone is going to agree with it. No matter what you do, you're always going to have people criticizing you, right? Even though you might be doing the the correct thing as an example, right? There are always going to be people that are criticizing you or judging you or just not aligned with your path. But the truth is, all that's important, in my personal opinion, all that's really important and all that matters is that it makes sense to you, right? Is that it aligns with your values, your core beliefs, what you hold dear to your heart, right? The passion that you have for whatever it is you're doing, for example, right? And the thing is, in my personal opinion, this is also like a lifelong practice, right? It requires commitment and it also requires recommitment because again, sometimes we might kind of stray off the path depending on what people are saying about us, right? We might be starting something or we're afraid to start something again because of perhaps the external um, circumstances, right? We might think that, oh, well, you know, what if my parents don't agree with this? Or what if, um, you know, my friends start judging me for whatever it is that you may be on, right? But again, as long as you're honest with yourself and that you follow your truth, I think that is what matters the most. And also what I found for myself personally as well is that you will know when you're not in alignment with whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing as an example, right? And I find that it's going to be like this little thought that's going to be always creeping up in the back of your mind, right? Um, And also, I think it's even more than the thought. I think it's rather an intuitive feeling that you have, right? It's something that you feel that's very deeply inside of you that you know that you're meant for more, right? You know that perhaps that you are not walking the path that you should be on, right? So when you are in that path, when you are in whatever it is that you're doing that, you know, again, sparks that light in you, you're going to feel something, right? You're going to have those feelings of openness, of expansion, of joy, right? That means you're on the right path. When you're having these feelings of like tension and contraction, perhaps even anxiety or unease, right? Another word I could say is disconnection, right? When you really feel like you're disconnected from whatever it is that you're doing, you will feel that lack of fulfillment, okay? Um, And that to me personally means that you are not on the right path. 
So as an example, you can imagine someone perhaps that they love to paint, right? So someone loves to paint, they love art, um, all these different things. And, you know, they're thinking about pursuing that career in art or uh, just painting, right? Maybe they're debating opening up an Etsy shop or just, you know, really trying to pursue their career in art. Um, because perhaps that they're, they're not fulfilled by their current work, right? Maybe they're working in finance right now, but again, really what they're really called for is to paint as an example. Um, but because of the external expectations, right? Because perhaps their parents are are not in agreement, perhaps their friends are saying things like, oh, you've got a really stable job. Like, why would you even, you know, try that? Or why would you pursue that when you're all settled in as an example, right? You're very comfortable. Um, sometimes, you know, that can make people think a lot, right? And be like, oh, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that, right? Maybe I I really should stay where I am. I'm very comfortable and all these different things. But again, in my personal opinion, when you're in a situation like that, you're going to feel unfulfilled, right? And until you decide to start embracing more of your passion, right? So in this example, art, um, that's going to lead to a more authentic life, right? And again, I'm not saying specifically, you need to quit your job right now and, and, uh, you know, go full-time in art, right? But you can start, you can at least start on the side. Maybe it's that you, you devote or dedicate some of your weekends to really getting more into to art and painting and such. Maybe you open up an Etsy shop on the side and you start doing it, right? But again, sometimes we've got these dreams and these ambitions that we want to do. But again, because of perhaps society, right? We may have talked to a parent and said, hey, you know, like, what do you guys think about me pursuing more art, right? Like, I'm not really feeling fulfilled in my job right now, but I really want to expand into this art thing, right? I'm thinking about opening a shop, perhaps, right? And again, sometimes what's going to happen is people are are not going to be in alignment with with that. But if it's something that is really resonating with you, I think it's so important that you really dive deeper into that. So again, if you are in a position that you feel perhaps disconnected or not aligned with what you're doing, or just, you know, maybe you're feeling that you're not true to yourself, right? You're not expressing yourself authentically. I think it's a good time to really self-reflect, right? And this is where, you know, self-awareness, I always mention self-awareness and how it is our superpower. And also I have an episode dedicated on self-awareness entirely, if you do want to check that out. But being self-aware of what's going on can really help us investigate these feelings, right? Perhaps you're having these thoughts that you're not feeling fulfilled. Perhaps you're feeling disconnected, like I talked about earlier, right? So really going deeper and working through that And just taking time to self-reflect, whether that's in meditation, journaling, going out for a walk, right? And just really, you know, being present with yourself and and being honest with yourself, right? I think that's the most important part about staying true to yourself is to be honest with yourself, right? So again, if you are feeling these types of feelings or having these thoughts, just get curious, right? And ask yourself, what is it that I truly want? Number two is letting go of control, okay? Because again, Life provides us with so, so many obstacles that we have absolutely no control over, right? So learning to focus on what we can control, right? So learning to focus on the things that we can control and not give so much power to the things that we can't, it allows us to create that sense of inner peace, right? And this is where I'm talking about peace from mind. This shift can really allow us to prioritize and direct our energy towards making choices that actually align with our values first and foremost, okay? It also allows us to, again, make conscious choices and take meaningful action. And it really helps us shape the path that we're on and create our own personal destinies, right? And a lot of the times, the control we have, right? We we don't have control over everything. And, you know, a lot of the times, that deep inner fear of the unknown, right? We don't know what's going to happen. And the fact that we don't know is what causes us that stress and anxiety, right? Because we have no control over the outcome or what the situation is. And 
A lot of the times, stress and anxiety is caused by literally just not having control of a situation, right? Because we don't know the outcome, so we fear that unknown. And the truth of the matter is, we have much less control over our lives than we want to believe that we do. We cannot control all of the unknown variables. There are so many things that can get thrown our way in our everyday lives that there's just no way of us knowing that, right? There's absolutely no way of us knowing. Now, there are many things that we can control, right? There are many things that we have the power to control. So, you know, what we eat, do we exercise, uh, do all these different things, right? There are many, many different things that we can, but so many things that we can't control. And I think that acceptance plays a huge part in this as well, right? And I have a, an episode dedicated entirely to acceptance, which I highly do recommend you check out. But, you know, I think true acceptance, right, is the ability to acknowledge the reality of a situation without resistance, right? So again, we don't have to like it, want it or choose it, right? We don't even have to support the situation, but we simply recognize that it is what it is. Okay. Now I'm not talking about bypassing something, right? So obviously, if you've, you know, suffered a loss or a breakup, or something, right? Obviously, you need to to go through that grieving process first, but at a certain point, you will need to accept it, right? Because there's no other way and there's no other thing to do than to accept what is, okay? And a great quote um, that I want to share um, about acceptance, actually, from Arthur Rubinstein. And he says, of course, there is no formula for success, except perhaps an unconditional acceptance of life and what it brings. And I find that to be absolutely so powerful, right? And I've talked about this before, but I'll talk about it again really quickly here. The perfect example of acceptance that I can think of is my own mother, right? So, you know, and this is an example of letting go of control. There's so many things we can't control. Like my mother has been sick for a very long time. She's been sick for over 15 years, right? You know, she just went through cancer and all these things. Cancer is not something you can control, right? But even in the fight that she was doing and going through as an example, right? She was always so resilient and optimistic. And I asked her, I was like, how are you staying so positive through all of this, right? Like literally what she told me was that she just accepted the situation because there's absolutely nothing she could do about it, right? There's no, nothing she could control. There's nothing she could change about it, right? All she had to do was accept it and, you know, modify her life accordingly. So, This is what I mean by true acceptance and letting go of control, right? Is that there's so many things that we just cannot control. And when we truly understand that concept, I find it can be so liberating and offer us that peace of mind. And this brings me into number three, which are your currencies, okay? And by currencies, I mean your time and your energy, okay? These are some of the most valuable currencies that we possess. We need to be able to invest those intentionally, right? So we need to also be able to take some time to reflect on our priorities and our values. Then we focus on directing our energy and our time towards things that, you know, that align with us, right? So not only things, but relationships as well, right? So the people in your life as well. So again, we focus on directing our energy and our time towards activities and relationships that align with our goals and bring us a sense of peace and fulfillment. Again, this is what I'm talking about, peace from mind, right? So it's about investing more time with the people that genuinely love and support you, right? And that you also love and support as well. I think that's a, you know, a mutual connection and understanding there as well, right? And sometimes what that means is that we need to sit down with ourselves and have the honest conversation with ourselves. What relationships in my life are currently helping me thrive? And what relationships in my life are bringing me down, right? Are there any toxic relationships in my life that I know that I have to get rid of that I've been kind of, you know, just holding off on, right? Because again, sometimes it's really hard to have these difficult conversations. And sometimes perhaps we can't get rid of the people entirely, but sometimes it's about setting those 
important boundaries, right? Sometimes we can make that conscious choice to say, hey, okay, like these relationships are no longer serving me and they have to go. And it's about having that radical honesty. And again, this is about staying true to yourself, right? Because sometimes we start off having relationships, we're on the same path, but after a while we kind of divide, right? We don't go the same ways, okay? And that's completely normal. That's completely fine. And sometimes our relationships that we know that are just not benefiting us at all, right? And that we just need to cut out. And it's not always fun to do, but it is the truth, right? So again, this brings me back to what I'm saying about investing your time and energy in the right relationships. So again, the message that I'm trying to share here with our currencies is sometimes we need to sit down with ourselves and have that honest conversation, right? That honest audit of our lives and say, okay, where am I investing my time and energy? Okay, could these be distributed, invested in things that bring me more joy, peace, fulfillment, and just help bring me up rather than bring me down. The fourth reminder that I want to share with everyone today is don't take everything personally, okay? And if you want to read a really good book on this topic specifically, it's called The Four Agreements, okay? And one of the author's agreements is specifically entitled to this, which is don't take everything personally. And this is a concept that, you know, it's something I knew, and I think it's something that everyone, again, intuitively knows, but it's something that has really profoundly changed my life. Because again, more often than not, It's not even about you, okay? People's actions, their words, they're more often about their own experiences, their own fears, their own insecurities, right? Than a reflection of your own worth. Sometimes they're just projecting as an example, okay? So again, it's it's a lot of the times it, it has nothing to do with you, okay? And when we can start looking at this perspective from a lens of compassion and understanding, we realize that everyone's doing the best with what they know, okay? And also, everyone is on their own journey, okay? So again, when when we really start to understand this, we can really start to detach from like, you know, personalizing those external events, right? And that allows us to maintain that peace of mind. However, what I do want to add to this as well, that's very important, is that sometimes it's very hard not to take something personally, okay? It could be a comment that comes from a loved one, for example, right? Like our our spouse or um, our family members or whatever it may be, right? But regardless of the situations, oftentimes it is not about you, but sometimes Again, we have to be honest with ourselves. It is about us, okay? So a few things that have helped me with that essentially is like first and foremost is to get a better understanding of what triggers and sets you off, right? So just a hypothetical scenario here. Let's say that you have a coworker that gets deeply offended when someone criticizes or provides feedback on the work that they're doing for a specific project. And the feedback that was received is not necessarily meant to be rude or disrespectful. Perhaps the person actually just did a bad job and their boss is providing feedback as an example, okay? And that person keeps taking everything personally. If they keep taking every piece of feedback personally, then it's definitely about them and not about the person providing feedback, right? So instead of viewing the feedback objectively and understanding that it's about the work and not a personal attack, they're actually seeing it as a personal attack. And in those circumstances, if that person can start understanding like, wow, okay, I'm getting triggered every time I'm getting feedback, okay? What is causing me to be so triggered, okay? And there could be many different reasons for this. It could be due to childhood experiences and all these different things as an example, right? But if they can first and foremost acknowledge that they're getting triggered and then try to discover the root cause of their triggers, okay? And then objectively be able to see this as a learning opportunity, right? And understanding that, again, it's about the work and not a personal attack, That is a significant shift, right? And also to realize that everyone makes mistakes. Just because you made a mistake and someone's calling you out on it does not make you uh, a, a bad person or unworthy, right? Everyone makes mistakes. So 
again, don't take everything personally. And the last reminder that I want to talk about today is boundaries are a non-negotiable, okay? In my personal opinion, setting and maintaining boundaries is so, so, so important, and it is an act of self-respect, okay? It's so important for us to communicate our needs and our limits very clearly with people, okay? So setting boundaries is not a selfish act by any kind, right? It's a necessary act, and it really helps us to maintain our overall sense of well-being, especially our mental health. But most importantly, the thing about setting firm boundaries that I find is so important is that it teaches other people how to treat you, okay? And I find that this is so important to talk about because, again, sometimes when we do set boundaries, let's be honest, okay, especially when they're new, they can upset other people, right? So expect this. Expect that not everyone is going to agree with the boundaries that you're saying, but know that it's not on you to fix other people's feelings, okay? You are establishing your own boundaries for your own mental health, and again, as an act of self-respect. And one thing that I want to mention about boundaries as well that I find it's very important to talk about because I think sometimes boundaries can get a bad rap, okay? Boundaries is not about saying no to everything and cutting everyone out of your lives as an example, right? Boundaries aren't barriers, okay? They're the foundation of healthy relationships with ourselves and others. So that's just a clear distinction that I want to make. And boundaries can look like saying no to activities or conversations that don't align with your values, okay? And learning to say no is so, so, so important because sometimes saying no is saying yes to yourself, okay? Which is very important and I just want to highlight that. Boundaries can also look like expressing that you need alone time to recharge and you can't commit to certain plans. It could be turning off your phone for a few hours so you can disconnect and recharge, okay? And this one is so important because, again, just because we have phones now does not mean that everyone needs to have access to us 24-7, okay? Just because someone sends you a message, they shouldn't be expecting a reply right away, right? And if they get angry at you for not replying right away or whatever the circumstance may be, that's on them, right? Just because we have a phone doesn't mean that everyone has access to us all the time, okay? So very important to to note that as well. And just a final example here, and listen, there are many different examples of boundaries. There are physical boundaries, there are all these different things, but a final example could be giving yourself permission to say no without the need to explain yourself, okay? This is something I personally struggled with for so long in my life because, you know, I considered myself a people pleaser, right? So if I would say no to someone that would ask me something, um, you know, I would I was afraid that I would offend them or hurt them in a certain way, right? So I had trouble. And honestly, sometimes like someone would send me a message, maybe they asked me to hang out or do something specific. And I just, I couldn't say no without having to explain myself, right? I had to come up with these excuses or these stories, an example, right? Just being completely honest here. And it took me a long time to really understand that. And, you know, uh, I had to, to work with that through therapy, right? Which really helped me. But again, it's really giving yourself permission to say no without the need to explain yourself. It is okay to say no, right? It is okay to say no to something you just don't want to do. Perhaps someone invites you out and you're, you just want to say, hey, no, thank you. I'd rather stay in tonight. A very simple answer, but for me personally, and I know for other people, this can resonate true as well, but sometimes it's hard to say no, right? But again, you are allowed to give yourself permission to say no without the need to explain yourself. Now, I hope that these perspectives can serve as reminders to maintaining your peace of mind, okay? In my personal opinion, these are all great lessons that I've learned throughout my own journey, and it's something that I come back to time and time again, because again, I think that these all work in tandem, and they are all essential to keeping your overall well-being and peace of mind. So that being said, that's all I've got for you guys on today's episode. If you did like the episode, 
please feel free to leave a comment or review, share it. Um, it really helps bring awareness uh, to what I'm trying to do, which is really kind of, you know, spread this podcast on a broader scale to really help people um, just navigate everyday life challenges. So again, with that being said, I hope you have a good week and I will catch you guys next week.